Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Welcome back to Children of Verite. We're so excited to see you tonight. Thank you for being here with us. As usual, we will hop right over to Adam to find out all about our sponsors. I'm going to try to do this very fast where we can leave as much playtime as possible tonight. Okay. Thank you, Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can grab an Electrum chess code with the overlay or bouncing around in chat. Thank you, Die Hard Dice. Oh, I've got to slow down here, though, because we've got, got <laughs> new things. All right, so we've got some new suggestions from YouTube. 9887 on YouTube comments. So I'm going to go through these and we each get one. Oh. So for tonight, Die Hard has supplied our cast with Robin's Recall Rollers. Oh, Robin's amazing. Recall Rollers. Whoa. Everybody's going to get their turn in the spot. Amazing. So thank you, YouTube9887. <laughs> you can get 10% off your order at dieharddice.com with the code Erte. And finally, tonight, you'll hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. I am Adam Bradford, CDO at Demiplane. I am playing Silas Jordan Sorrell, your dimensionally displaced magical superfan. You're getting better at that, Adam. It's like it's rolling right off every week, man. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm Elise Marie. Find me on socials at Elise Marie Body. I'm a creative artist. I do costumes, make sculptures. I do a lot of creative stuff. And um, this week... My um, charity familiar launched into the Idol Champions of Forgotten Rounds. She's very cute. You can pick her up. She's named after Misty Copeland, who is the first African-American ballerina to dance Supreme Ballerina premiere for the American Ballet Theater. And I actually, these flyers, because I'm a nerd, I printed out. She's adorable. And I brought her with I made the Those eyes are so good. Oh, my God. Thank you. So I'm going to do, I want to mention, I'm going to be ma um, making another one because, you know, you do things better the second time you make it. I'm going to auction it off next month. Wow. You Sharon made that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I love, wow. Wow. <laughs> I love so you can follow me on socials. You will find information and um, be part of the charity auction or whatever we're going to call it. I am Alicia Marie and I'm playing for his Armstrong, attorney at law. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me online as at DreamWisp um, or streaming as DreamWisp. Jen, I do not have a, a cool plushie to show off, um, but uh, you can check out the work I'm doing. I'm a performer, author, um, disability consultant. I do all sorts of things, um, which you can find out about on socials. But tonight I am playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. 
Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content coordinator at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms and occasionally an oboist. You can find me on the socials as Oboe Lauren, but tonight I am playing an octopus. No, wait, I'm playing Carolyn Nebstern, who right now is an octopus. Oh my gosh, is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was doing the order. Uh, going fast. Going fast. Going fast. We're going fast. Hi, my name is Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. And I don't normally like to plug things, but I'm super excited about this. So uh, my six-week adventure that I was dungeon mastering got picked up to be a full show. So, Yay! so oh, that's amazing. It is now the Misfits of Elseta. Oh. Super amazing show. Ever. It's still going to be on Wednesdays. Anyways, check it out. Come join us. It's going to be really awesome. Oh. Okay, that's all. But tonight, I am playing Robin Beckett. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I know I know I'm not any wow. of your moms, but I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you all. And I know I'm not your mom, but I'm still proud of you. That's amazing. Look at all this cool Dungeon stuff. mom. Dungeon, dungeon mom. mom. <laughs> we made dungeon right. mom. Pro- Alicia, that's my sweatshirt for next year. Dungeon mom. Hey. <laughs> um, well, wonderful. I'm Deborah Amwell. I'm your storyteller for this evening. I'm so happy to be here yet again with my wonderful players. Josh, thank you from behind the, the screens here and to all of you at home. Please settle in with something warm and cozy to drink as we settle into chapter 36 of Children of Verte. So last time you all had uh, just made it down into this underwater sea lab. You had this incredible encounter with uh, bioluminescent phytoplankton, um, as well as an octopus that uh, showed up to eat a little and and uh, <laughs> meet you. It got tiny for a, a, sh- a short while there and, and was dropped off someplace safer. Uh, and then you all took a nice rest where you learned a little about yourselves and each other. And uh, Robin spied just a little kind of misty, hazy green glow off in the dark distance. Uh, after that, you all suited up in your scuba gear and headed out to the sunken steamship. You are now about 30 feet from it uh, at the bottom of the ocean. Um, As I said, looking up, you can see that the storm has really taken hold. It is roiling uh, up on the surface, but down here, it's relatively stable. Um, As you look forward, you can see this ship, the um, uh, back of it, or did I say, I think I said the back of it, the the back of it is lodged kind of in the rocks that have kind of go up into the cliffs that that uh, go above the surface and the front prow is sticking off over the edge of a steep drop off that goes down where the light does not penetrate into the depths from here you can see sort of the whole side of the ship, um, as well as the smokestack, huge smokestack that comes up through the uh, center of this, uh, you know, 180 foot long steamship. Um, there are still some of the masts present with little pulleys on them, and um, the center bridge is also appears to remain intact. It's slightly cantered onto its side, but it is mostly, you know, level. Oh. So we're just swimming up and we just all of a sudden see yes. this albatross. So I, I will remind you, yes, you are all in your scuba gear. Uh, air is only going to last you 30 to 60 minutes, depending on how you use it. Um, we also have rules for your holding your breath. You can hold your breath for as many rounds as equals your constitution score. Um, at which point, if you lose air, you will immediately be dying. Um, and cannot be revived unless returned to air, not even by magic. Uh, You have flippers, so your speed remains the same. You are in wetsuits, so the cold does not currently uh, inhibit you. 
other than that, let's go. Here we what? are. How long did it take us to get to the point we are right in front of the ship? So I know how you long we need to get you can look down at your dive computer and see that eight minutes have elapsed. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say roughly ten. So it'll give us maybe twenty or thirty minutes before we need to start heading back. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I guess like okay. So Bruce is just going to start flapping flippers. <laughs> And oh, go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Adam. Well, well, no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, Silas is swimming probably more panically, panicky, like, to wherever he thinks he can get inside of this thing, and like, because he wants to get out of the situation as quickly as possible. Okay, and so he, he's not scared about what's on the ship, he's scared <laughs> about dying in the middle of this open water. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So as you begin to, you know, swim closer to the ship, you can see that the main entry point is going to be on this central bridge, um, the kind of quarter deck that sits on top of the main deck. Um, you can see that there's sort of a lower area, a single story area with some some doors that are currently closed, but that, that seem to go inside. Then there is a two-story uh, bridge, the sort of what would be called the flying bridge, closer to the... Um, you know, the the front half of the ship. Um, that has some broken glass and uh, up at the top of it, as well as stairs in an enclosed area on the ground floor. Okay. Silas is going down. Okay. Because Silas is convinced whoever set all this up is a, you know, masochist that wants to put it in the hardest to reach place. Mm -hmm. So he is going to whatever, if he thinks that it looks more difficult to go down, which I think based on your description, it sounds So awesome. down, you don't see any, there's no portholes, there are no access oh. points that you can see on the lower half of the ship. It's a it's a cargo ship, right? But I mean, there's down, some kind of stairs down, you said, though? There are stairs from this flying bridge onto the main deck. Now, if you want to swim over the top, you could see maybe how access happens. I will offer, though, further towards the back, because you're looking for down and difficult areas, uh, you know, this the thing's slightly on the side, but where the back end has lodged, you can see the propeller and the four-blade rudder. Okay. Um, this Back is where uh, Fruz is sort of like, kind of like Silas. She has mm -hmm. like her um, radar up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So she's keeping an eye on everyone else. But at this, she's just going to start, I guess, flapping, flipping so that she sort of <laughs> can see as much as possible to see if there's anything around the ship. I don't know if I should roll to see if I see anything, but it's like yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, we'll roll. Are you looking, you're looking at the, the like sea world around the ship or on the ship or? Yeah, like just like, I mean, she's keeping an eye on where everybody is, but she yes. sort of just for a second just pulls back just to do. Perception you know, check. Sort of this, just to check around real quick. Yeah, for perception <laughs> check. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, five. Five. <laughs> um. You sense really kind of extraordinary displacements of water. Now, as you said, you guys have, you know, just through logic and reasoning are assuming that there could be 20, 30 foot waves up at yeah. the surface. Um, but you can feel that large bodies of water are just being moved around. And even though you're only moving, you know, the current's only pushing you a foot or, you know, a few inches side to side, that 
there are immense shifts in the water around here, which gives you a little pause. It, it does make things feel a little unstable. Okay. So I'm an octopus mm -hmm. and <laughs> Silas, I'm, I'm just going to keep saying it because it makes me happy. Uh, Silas <laughs> has made me light up. And yes, so, that's right. <laughs> that's so right. my, my goal at this moment is to kind of stay in a central location between my four friends uh -huh. to make sure that um, they all have light and uh -huh. uh, can see each other and I can see them. Sure. I feel like getting separated here could be real bad. So yeah. whoever mm -hmm. is kind of the most yeah. towards the middle of the group, um, Neb just kind of scooches along and maybe like hangs over your head. <laughs> And then as someone else becomes the middle of the group, she'll like just, you know, on over and become the, <laughs> the halo over your head. And that's all she's doing is okay. like just keeping an eye on her friends. Do, do we see, so I, sorry, I just wanted to, so with the propeller or whatever yes. that's called, um, were you saying that it looked like there was an opening uh, in the hole or is it, I, I'm just saying... I'm ultimately, if there are no openings yes. that are clear on the bottom of the ship, yes. I would definitely swim up over. So the propeller has to connect to something. So there is probably some sort of axle connection towards the back. Um, but that is the only, it, you know, you don't see any cracks or major holes in the ship down here. So you're going to swim up above. Yeah. All right. So you now swim, getting yourself high enough and, you know, being careful, checking your pressure as you go up a little bit to go above this. Um, over the top of the ship, um, you can see, you know, the bridge much more clearly. Um, definitely the top, you know, broken glass area of that flying bridge it has a captain's chair and a, and a steering wheel and, a, you know, a, a, a captain's wheel. Um, the other area, there are doors to go inside to that sort of lower level. Um, in the aft and in the fore, there mm -hmm. are huge grates that have darkness beneath them, probably accessing a cargo hold. This is a cargo hatch. You can see that the masts that go up on a, you know, near them also have these pulleys with little hooks attached that would allow you to, to lower and raise cargo in and out of these hatches. Um, towards the front of the ship, which is the part that's sort of hanging over this cliff, um, here's where you can see, um, you know, again, there probably are some interior uh, rooms. There are a couple of portholes on the side of the ship over there, um, uh, as well as uh, another deck. There are lots of vents. Obviously, there's the big smokestack in the middle. There are a lot of vents that come up to provide air and ventilation for the lower parts of the ship. And there are no little like look throughy windows at the bottom, like you said. No, Not no, at the bottom. Through. There are there are portholes on the bridge and in the front, like just under the focusal, which will be that front deck. I guess I'm gonna start at the top. I'm gonna start swimming toward the captain's chair area. All right. Yeah, you swim over towards there. You can see there's broken glass. Um, it already has that foggy appearance of having, you know, currents and time swept past it. It doesn't look too sharp to you any longer. There are fish and barnacles and life has just taken over. Whatever leather was on this chair, the, the smooth wood of the original captain's wheel is gone, covered in live growth. Um, as you swim over, you can swim through the window if you'd like. There's also doors. 
if as long as I think I will fit and not like snag my wetsuit <laughs> or anything, I will go through the window. All right. Um, you 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 can get through without snagging anything. And as you as I said, it it doesn't look super sharp any longer. Right. So you make your way in. In here, the water is stiller. You can already feel that you know some of the remaining walls are keeping some of the current from coming in. Um, you know this room clearly at one point had a lot. Of, you can see a coffee cup in the corner, some ceramic that has just been smashed and left there uh, for decades. I'm going to rifle through everything. <laughs> Great. Give me an investigation check. Um, if you can roll that as plus four. You got it. Plus four. Well, while that's rolling, I'm assuming the rest of us are following and staying together or did... Robin is definitely staying behind all of you because she wants to keep her eyes on mm -hmm. everyone. Okay. So she's mm -hmm. going to position herself to where she doesn't want to lose a single person from her sight. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Bruce is sort of like watching Robin watch everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to swim up to like the entrance, but not go in. Okay, gotcha. So you're all kind of hovering around the sort of smokestack captain's chair, you know, area here, the steerage area. Um, I'm following, ahead. but I, I know that, uh, we had been told that this, there had been a fire yes. here, right? Yes, you so I want to look specifically for areas that are burned. Absolutely. Give me an investigation check from yourself as well then. So if so, the two of them have moved in, I will also move okay. into the room okay. and light up wherever they are. Fantastic. So Maeve, are you coming into the the steerage into uh sorry, not the steerage, like the the captain's chair area to check for burning? As I'm approaching, I want to okay. kind of examine the outside of the ship to see gotcha. if I can figure out where that is, and then I'll head toward where everyone else cool. is. All right, so starting with Silas, um, as you rifle through things, you do find, you know, the the laminated or not laminated, but the, you know, the sort of waxed cover, leather cover, let's say, to something. But the papers within have all turned to mulch long, you know, molted long ago. Um, so you're finding a lot of that kind of things. Little, again, mushy bits of, of what might have been maps at one point that had some kind of waterproofing on them but have not survived uh, this time. Um, you do find some cutlery, some coffee mugs. Uh, there's even a mug that says, you know, Polaris on it, uh, <laughs> uh, branded for the, the ship. Um, it's not particularly clean or well kept. Um, you know, even the areas you can still see, um, you know, where the salt air and now the salt sea have are, you know, eating away at the iron of this ship. It, do I see any pieces of the window? <laughs> like a glass, like a piece of glass? Yes. With that roll, no. Okay. That's um, probably better. Is that Polaris mug still usable? Um, it's got a chip in it, but sure, you want a Polaris mug? Oh. Yeah, Desilus, you watch us all on over and wrap a couple of tentacles around and then start to drag <laughs> it towards you in the hopes that you'll put it in a bag or something. Because you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pillaging ancient uh, and then if, <laughs> if silas you know, could talk right now it'd just basically be like uh oh you want a mug lassie you know he's like, <laughs> he's reciting that to uh so Maeve, what was your or your investigation 17 a 17 um the smokestack certainly has quite a bit of you know uh smoky sooty residue on it um mm -hmm. even that's lasted and it's hard to tell again all of this iron has completely um, you know, 
patinaed over the years. Um, but you are seeing there that could be natural. It could have been more hard to tell it as a smokestack. Um, 17. Yeah, that's what you get with a 17. Okay. Nothing inside the captain's chair uh, room. Mm. Uh, that uh, seems un un unblemished by... I'm going to point to the smokestack and signal let's go look at it. Cool. Um, <laughs> Robin will see this and Robin will point to the end of the ship where it's teetering kind of off where mm -hmm. it's a prow of that that yeah off of the ledge and she's just gonna cross her arms as the jolly roger to be like danger mm. you know <laughs> trying to signal that you know don't tip the ship <laughs> does the ship seem like it's a precariously balanced or uh, is not it particularly it's been there for it's rooted in coral and rock right yeah it's 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 lodged at the back um it's been there for decades um you know as as you've you know, as as Feruza noticed, there are these currents, and it seems to be kind of holding. But I don't think Robin's incorrect to say mm. <laughs> maybe we don't yeah. blast as, any fireballs. Let's not rock the boat. Is what, as what we're soon saying. as Silas, um, yes. you know, sees the symbol, you see like just kind of his head cocked to the side, and he starts to swim <laughs> toward Miss Robin, <laughs> and then he tries to hug her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what Robin does. <laughs> oh it's bulky, you know, you're both wearing Ooh. giant, you know, two. I mean, it's kind of like an A-frame hug, you know, yeah. just kind of like, but obviously that's what she wanted. So. Regulators in your mouth. Bruce is like seeing this and she's just like, in the water, she's like. <laughs> but she's also aware of the fact that like time is ticking down. So she's like. If I was a psycho, where would I hide a piece of glass? Like, where would it be? And she's going to, like, signal to everybody else that she's going to swim closer to the bottom bottom and just start, like, just feeling around the base of the ship. I don't know. Okay. Doing things. So, like, out, okay. so not the main deck. You want to come back outside the ship and down to the bottom of the hall. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maeve is pointing towards the smokestack. So mm -hmm. the two of you are kind of, you know, you'll be within sight, but you could potentially be, you know, 30 feet away from each other um, as you go deeper. Now you do notice that, and, and Robin with her scuba training will say that going deeper is a lot easier and less likely to cause bends than going higher. Well, you know, the, the, um, the pressure you take on the pressure a lot easier at those lower levels. The increments become smaller. Um, wow. So yes, within the 30 so feet of the- It's easier to do a top to bottom search than it is to do a bottom to top search. Just, just meaning that oh. as long as you don't go above 68 feet, <laughs> which is yeah. kind of where this flying bridge is, you're fine to go lower and return to 68. So I'm actually giving okay. you permission to explore this entire ship without worrying about depth. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because she's like thinking time is ticking. So both, yes. she's like, maybe if we just- just a tiny bit, but not too far. <laughs> okay. So, Maeve, you're up by the smokestack. Feruza, mm -hmm. you point down and turn to swim lower towards the bottom of the ship. Mm -hmm. um, who wants to join who? What are the rest of you doing? Ooh. At the moment, since it looks like Maeve is going alone, I will follow Maeve. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So, so Maeve, you suddenly have an octopus halo over your head, and I will just, I will just be. Following you like like a, a familiar. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
would Robin I would, wait. would Robin happen to know <laughs> if like cargo areas led into the rest of the ship? Or do you are they like their own compartments only accessible through these grates? You can give me a history check. Great. Uh, 19. 19. Um, so you know that the cargo holds are kind of their own space. Okay. Um, they're not generally, especially with this kind of thing. In fact, they're they're hard to even access uh, other than by pulleys. You know, these mm -hmm. are usually large loads that are going down. They don't really need people in the cargo areas. Mm -hmm. um, so the areas that... Uh, would have had people in them are going to be connected to that flying bridge there you know you're you can remember that probably the crew quarters is going to be in that front in the in the focusal in that the interior area of that the, the prow of the ship okay <laughs> the area that you yes injured about great <laughs> um is probably where crew quarters would be okay, okay. Um, so kind of as that's going on silas pats miss robin on the shoulder um and then and then just start swimming toward again. I, 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 Adam is having a hard time visualizing this, but gotcha. I am trying to get to wherever I think people were. So it sounds people like the three quarters that you were just talking about. So yes, so there's the four quarters up front. Um, also, the the you know you you're in the captain's chair. There are stairs that lead down to doors to like the middle. You know the, the ground level. If I'm there, I'm going to check. You want to go first. there first? Okay. Yes. So Maeve and Octopus Neb are going to the smokestack. <laughs> Robin and or Robin seems you're keeping kind of an overview. It sounds mm -hmm. like looking at the whole ship. Silas, you're going to come down and try to enter into the main deck, you know, quarters here. Um, and Feruza, you are swimming down to the hull. I think if uh, if Robin sees Silas disappearing into the ship, yes, uh, she's going to go. Okay, so you're going to go with him. All right, mm -hmm. so, yay, split the part. <laughs> Look at us. We only Let's... have like 20 minutes. <laughs> Not just <laughs> split. Trifurcate. Trifurcated, yep. yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Every time we split the party, it's going to be a little bit more. Soon you're going to have to deal with five of us all on our own. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can't scream. No, you can't. <laughs> oh, gosh. Underwater, yeah. no I mean, one I, can hear you scream. Can octopus can scream? <laughs> I don't know. We'll I don't find know. out, I guess. Yes. They can go. <laughs> um, let's start. We'll go. We'll go from the bottom up. But with eight, eight arms. Yes, <laughs> that's a lot more. <laughs> it's just a lot of wavy tube man flailing, basically. <laughs> We'll go from bottom up. So we'll start okay. with Feruza down at the bottom mm -hmm. here. So Feruza, you swim down towards the bottom of this hull. Um, you can mm -hmm. see really, it's kind of almost right in the middle um, yeah. is is where it's sort of hanging off this edge, uh, the, the back half of it lodged in the rock. Um, as you swim, you know, kind of looking at the side that is mostly in the rock, you can see there's damage towards the back of the, I'm sorry, towards the front Toward the back of the ship, <laughs> where the yeah. rocks are, where you know where it hit the rocks as it sunk, um, there is mm -hmm. damage back there, um, and this is also where you can see again this propeller and a four-bladed rudder uh, lodged at the back. Towards the front, it looks pretty good and secure, but I'm going to ask you to give me an investigation check. Oh boy, I should be good at this. Seven, seven. Mm -hmm. Rolls are bad. All I'm going to say is that. 
you don't see damage that you think could have caused this boat to sink. It looks okay. solid to you. And this is a big boat, right? How, how 180 feet is? long. Okay. All right. Not hmm. not huge, but you know, a significant yeah. ship. And there's nothing like so. I don't see any damage at all. Like nothing externally caused it to sink. Except I mean, not not on this side of the ship that you are investigating. Oh, so I should probably swim around the other side. That's going to take me <laughs> 30 seconds, maybe, if I'm swimming fast. You you can swim your speed. You can yeah. go 30 okay. feet, which is as wide as the thing is. So okay, you're going to yeah, come around gonna, the other side? Yeah, she's going to swim right around the other side as fast as she can without okay. exerting herself. <laughs> <laughs> As you are the largest, uh, tallest <laughs> member, you do yeah. need the most air out of this. So mm -hmm. it, if any of you were watching, and I don't think you are, Feruza disappears <laughs> below the ship. Feruza, I'd first like to, you to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Mm -hmm. okay. Are you kidding me? <gasps> no! I'm not using digital dice any longer because this is crazy. You feel the water shift quite uh, um, quite intensely. It, it pushes you actually in the direction that you want to go, pushing you even a good you know ten feet away from the ship. Um, as you're sort of pushed over to this side, on this side of the ship, you now see clear as day a huge, jagged, burnt line down the side of the ship on this side, almost right down the middle, to the point now that you look at it, yes, there is a structural seam here, pretty much right at the precipice. Um, in that moment, you begin to see this greenish glow all around you. And as you look down, you just see this greenish pulse of light from down below. And in your mind, you hear, hello, and we'll come back to you. Coming up to Silas and Robin, you are in the uh, middle section of this this uh, bridge in the middle. Um, yeah, far away from the other side. Far, far away from the other side. Uh, as you go around and look for some of these doors, these doors are fairly easy to open. They're not super watertight because they were meant to always be above uh, <laughs> above water. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, they have regular sort of handles on them, but they are closed. I just literally go around opening as yeah. many as I can. Okay. I, Neb's octopus light is going to go out, I'm afraid. Because okay. Silas, without even thinking, starts you know, touching doors and setting them alight where he can okay. see into a room. Um, gotcha. At first, I'm not, uh, every time I cast that, it's going to replace it. Gotcha. Um, but it means that, like, um, I am not looking intensely in any of these rooms. I'm doing, like, a broad sweep at first and gotcha. trying to get to as many rooms as I can. So, uh, the first door that you go to and, you know, press the the handle down it swings open um you know against the pressure of the water it takes a little bit but you push it um you can see kind of a hallway with an open door beyond it which looks like kind of a little living quarters and stairs going down on the left so w what other 
Have a noose yeah. while having fun on me. So, so nervous to do that. <laughs> Sorry, yes. So uh, in this main space, you can go forward into a smaller kind of cabin looking room, or you can go downstairs. Okay. I'm going to quickly yes. go and try to open the door for the smaller cabin area okay. and, and tap tap the doorknob with a light. All right. I can try to see in there. Go in. You open the door. It is locked. <laughs> um, I am going to uh, just uh, take a step back, see if I can secure myself on anything in a, a, the wall. Sure. Like there are pipes and tubes and okay, everywhere. I'm going to get a really, really good brace and then yep. I'm going to just kick it. Fantastic. Strength can. check, please. Can I use athletics or just strength? You can use athletics, <laughs> yes. And this is the moment that Silas becomes a water thief. <laughs> um, and, oh, nice. Uh, that's going to be a dirty 20. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's again, it's an, it's an old metal door uh, that's been rusting away. And even though there is a lock, you get your foot right in the pressure point and boom, that thing flies open. It's hard to get a good, you know, push on it but using the bracing you're able to you know use your muscles to really do it because gravity's not helping you here um the door bangs open against the side wall and you can see that this is indeed a small cabin it is fairly nicely appointed you can still see even though barnacles and, and things have all grown up over it a fairly or ornate desk um a, a sort of small built-in sleeping area the even little bits of like the coils and the mattress are still there if it looks, um, so I imagine it is still somewhat small, right? Yeah, like yeah. These are not so large rooms. Yeah. I'm going to rifle here as well. <laughs> Investigation. Um, that's plus four if you could roll it. Got four. it. Um, you find a pair of leather shoes, you know, like leather boots uh, that are still, you know, they're not in good condition or anything, but they've survived. Um, you find, uh, some metal pieces, um, one of which says Admiral upon it. I take that. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Little sign says Admiral. Um, is it, and that's all I find. That's all you find. All right, I'm going to turn back around. Is Miss Robin like in the hallway at this mm -hmm. point? Yes, okay, in the okay. hallway. All right, so you are back in the hallway. And then I'm just going to point to the downstairs thing and give thumbs up. And Robin's. <laughs> Does she do a hugging sign again? She's fighting. <laughs> uh, Robin's very confused because the thumbs up means that you're going to swim up, but you pointed at the stairs. <laughs> uh, and then when he sees the confusion, he's ultimately just going to go. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like, walking. It's a swimming. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. Uh, so Robin will just follow. Okay. So as Silas and Robin begin to swim down into the darkness of the floor below, we will move to Maeve and Neb at the smokestack. You swim up to this. Sounds like stack. a lovely couple. Maeve and Neb yes, smokestack. It's huge. I mean, this smokestack is four feet in diameter. Um, it's it's even still got some of the cables that braced it are, you know, some of them have snapped, but a couple are still attached, um, which is basically all that's keeping it up. Um, you know, you can see that even though it is a really strong, thick metal, this this has also really been 
you know, ravaged by the currents and all of the, the natural, you know, world that's trying to take it over. You'll have to tell me at one point, uh, at what point I lose my light, but I'd probably <laughs> leave um, Maeve's head for a moment while I'm still lit up and perch on the edge and kind of look down the smokestack yes. with the light and my dark vision. What do I see? So as you hover above the smokestack here, um, yeah, you can see a good bit. It goes down uninterrupted because, um, you know, the whole ship is 30. This is probably another 15 feet, you know, above that. Um, uh, so every, even if you sort of let yourself sink, uh, you know, six inches in to kind of block out the light from above, you can see that down further, it takes a turn. About middle, about halfway down the middle of the ship. I'll swivel my giant eyes on this oh. tiny little body towards Maeve, and one of my tentacles will point at the the swerve. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'll move like five feet in that direction and then stop and see what you do. <laughs> I'll swim five feet after you and stop and see what you do. Okay, when it seems like suddenly you're following me, I will start to lead. Great. And then your light all of goes out. The light goes out, and I stop. <laughs> I also <laughs> you, stop. You watch I as I no longer see. You watch as I look at my tentacles, confused. <laughs> and then, can octopus shrug? I've got eight legs. <laughs> I've got eight arms. I've got, got four sets of shoulders. Got eight shoulders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You watch as all the shoulders shrug. I, I probably. I can. I don't even know if I can see that happen. Yeah, from where you are, it's almost like a like a well, right? I mean, you guys have swum five, six feet down into this smokestack. Is that what you done? It sounded like it. You were going yeah, down, right? Yeah, we started to go. Yes, yeah, then... so you're like six <laughs> feet in. It's like being in a well. It's super dark around you, but if you look up, you can see the you know blue circle of whatever light is filtering through the storm above. Do we have any lights on our dive suits? Yes, you do. May I turn that on? Please? You do. You have a little light. It's attached to your shoulder. Um, it has, you know, it's a little switch that you can turn. And it's not a lot of light, but it gives you at least a, a, a luminescence right around you. Okay, Silas I will switch that. that on. Okay, Silas did that. <laughs> no, he knew that they had lights, obviously. <laughs> oh, geez. While he was hugging Robin, he was just like, and we have lights. Um, okay, when I see that, yes. I'll do the start to move towards the entrance again and see if Maeve follows. All right. And I'm going to be very extra careful at this point to not get too far away from her because okay. now we have much less light and Fantastic. I know she probably can't see as well. So you are all swimming to the bottom of the smokestack. Fantastic. We'll come back to you for Rusa. Okay. Alone, looking at this side of the wrecked ship, there's a green glow from the darkness at the bottom of this drop-off and in your mind you hear... Hello. Okay. Again, you're alone in the water swimming. You know your friends are around, but they're not close. And you hear someone say, hello. What do you do? <laughs> I don't you know literally... what I do, but I'm wondering <laughs> what you would do, you hear in your mind. And immediately, Okay, hold on, let me check something. Okay. Fruz's heart starts beating. 
really, really fast, really, really fast. And she's like, okay, I can't, can't panic. Cause she's like, dude, she starts treading water because she's a little bit of panic because yeah. she's like, we're in a world where dangerous things talk and attack us as well. So she also starts looking around to see if she can sense like where her, her friends are. And she's looking, she's like, calm down, calm down. And then she says in her head, hello. Give me a perception check about your friends. Oh, 12. Uh, you did not see where they went, um, but I'll give you that before you left, you, you mm -hmm. did see, you know, Maeve point to the smokestack. Um, and you knew that you left Silas in the captain's chair. Um, mm. So you had a general idea of where they were, yeah. <laughs> not necessarily where they went. In your mind, this voice comes back. You're new? I'm, I'm sorry, or are you talking to me? This why, is what she's saying. Why, of course. Who else would I speak with? Again, Fruz is just sort of glancing around like nervously. Where are you? I am here. Immediately, Fruza starts looking around. And she instinctively just feels like her side. <laughs> and, but her axe isn't there. Yeah. I rolled and it's not there. <laughs> it wouldn't matter anyway in the water. I don't know. You didn't take your, yeah. <laughs> you might not have it in, the, yeah. in your wet So she's like... And she just lets her hand slide down her side. And she's like, um, can I ask you, what are you? A friend. She relaxes a little bit, but it, her hackles are still up, but her heart has started slowing down a tiny bit. Do you want to play with me? For some reason, I don't know if that's going to turn out well. Um, this is what she's thinking. She doesn't say that. She just thinks that to herself. And she's like, okay. It says, Maybe. I promise you, it will be fun. All things turn out well. What do you want to play? Come, swim, join me. Please make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, Why am I using this three? <laughs> you feel compelled to swim down into it. the darkness towards the green light. Of course she does. <laughs> She's like, you know what? This this lights underwater are always a good thing to swim towards. Yes. But Never also, a trap. Yes. But also... Fruz is starting to believe a little bit in the magic of this place. <laughs> and maybe she's supposed to follow this light or whatever it is. Yeah. And she's like, maybe this is a Steve type. She's taking a leave of her senses back and forth. You know what I mean? Here and there. You hear so in your mind, to, yeah. what is a Steve? 
and she's aware that this thing can read her mind. He's a, a friend as well. I like friends. Can I ask you one more question? Please. I'm curious about you too. I'm not gonna hurt you, but I can get scared. And if I do get scared, I might. <laughs> Interesting. Come, swim down. Fruz is gonna take one more glance, like upward, where her, where she knows the direction of her friends is. Look back toward the creature and say to herself, I'll just swim a little bit deeper and then I'll come right back. Good idea. Just a little and a little more and a little more. Yeah. And as Feruza turns and begins to kick down into the darkness, we will return to Silas and Robin going down the stairs into the depths of this ship. So As you get to that level. I'm so worried about this. <laughs> I know. I know. It's going to be fine. Okay, okay. Think about that. I have no idea. No. No. Nope. <laughs> this is fantastic. I, this is my favorite episode so far. Um, all right. I get to torture Having you us all separated all and all like, terrified. <laughs> in like super amazing specific ways. I'm so excited. I get to Our just dungeon mom, you. everyone. <laughs> I'm preparing you for the big bad world. Oh, um, all right, Silas and Robin, you get Don't to the bottom. Don't talk to strangers. <laughs> you get to the bottom Particularly of the sea. the ones that can read your mind. <laughs> and live at the bottom of the sea. She's <laughs> a friend. She's a friend. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Silas and uh, Robin. So Silas, either you are making things light up, or you know, Robin, you would know about the little light on your shoulder. That you <laughs> it, it, Silas eventually like yes. looks back and sees that she's got a light, and then he starts like, just <laughs> tapping around trying to find find a light, and eventually, hopefully, Great. turn it on. So as you make your way down and turn into the the sort of rest of this area here, um, this is clearly a a galley of some kind. You can see some old benches and and chairs and uh, a little counter. Um, there is some animal life down here, but it's much less. And again, very still. Uh, the water down in here, uh, very dark and still. You're really well protected from all sides in this area. Um, there are two rooms off to your left and two rooms off to your right. Silas uh, just turns to Miss Robin and he holds his hands up, you know, trying to like make a gun on his, you know, shoulder kind of action. And he like fires it off a couple of times and then he goes off towards the rooms. Uh, which ones? You're going to go left or right? Uh, left. Left. Uh, these two doors are uh, pretty identical um to each other uh they um also are closed uh try, try to open them are they locked they, they, they sorry They're cut open. out sorry open okay yeah go go, go straight in and start rifling <laughs> this is another another small cabin 
uh, slightly smaller and, and less uh, adorned and, and, and elaborate than the one you saw above that had the admiral. Although I, now that I'm thinking about it, I probably should say captain because uh, this isn't a navy boat. This is just a boat. So captain, you have a captain's. <laughs> oh, I really wanted I the admiral. Maybe it's maybe it's Sometimes a novel. Sometimes you got to roll the hard six. No. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just for the folks at home, he can, in your mind, Silas, it'll still be an admiral. I'm just going to make an illusion and change it. <laughs> I'm going to just go. take a Sharpie when we get out of this. There you go, and you'll make this. Yeah. Um, uh, so you're looking at these, the logical interpretation is that these are officer quarters. They look exactly the same, mirror images of each other, first and second officer quarters. Uh, give me an investigation check for these. Uh, plus four, please. Oh, that's right. I like the I like I love being it. in the know where I can be confident about yeah, my responses. You you get all the things. Um, you start going through these areas. There's two sort of closets. Again, you're finding leather and metal things like that that would have survived. Any um, admiral ones? Nothing with <laughs> okay. admirals on them. No, I'm sorry. Uh, you do find a set of keys though. I absolutely take those because I, I play plenty of video games where <laughs> every key is important. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you have a set of keys. Okay. Um, there's quite a few of them. Let's say there's eight keys on this ring. Um, uh, and that's what you find. We'll give for the both of those rooms, rifling through both those rooms. Then okay. there are the two doors on the right. That's what Robin's going after. Robin's going to go look those. Are you going to just open them up? Yep. Okay. Uh, one is a pantry. You can see old tin cans, uh, tinned fish, uh, things like that, just sort of on the shelves. Um, old, you know, bottles of uh, beer and things like that that have survived and corked up. Um, uh, the other door is a water closet. It's a head, a toilet, a loo. Cool. Not as interesting as Silas. <laughs> <laughs> Silas I mean, eventually comes out and he's yes. like jiggling ease. <laughs> I mean, you haven't rifled yet. Maybe you need to no, rifle. Right. It's the right. rifle. Hey, look, uh, we have a bathroom at the center of our story <laughs> with a mirror. I mean, I yeah, I'm sure that they would put the mirror shard down the toilet. I am sure. Or in the mirror spot. Robin's going to look back at this this yes. main room. How big is it? Um, the the like kitchen galley area. Yeah. Um, this is probably 10 by 10. I'll give it. And there must be another way out of this, is, or the stairs the only way back. The stairs are the only way back out on this on this so, particular level. Oh no, wait. I'm I'm no. Am I lying about that? I am not lying. Uh, yes, I am. I am not lying about. Th oh, hold on. Am I lying? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at my very complicated map here. Because we went. Through there is. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. Okay. There is on either side of the counter. You can go out. You cannot go back like by the stairs, but you can go uh, towards the front of the ship. Okay. That's where Robin will head. Okay. So over to those doors as well. Those doors have broken glass in them. It's shattered. It had um, that wire mesh within it to kind of oh. keep it shatterproof, but mm -hmm. uh, it is, you know, uh, still. It, it, as Silas, um, you know, I. I don't know. Am I assuming Silas comes out in a, enough time to see Robin yeah. going kind of? Yeah, way? yeah, yeah. So, do I, um, if she left the door open and he sees any of the alcohol, mm -hmm. um, he is just trying to find something small. If there's any kind of spirit or anything that, um, because he is trying to secure a gift for Maeve. 
Oh, that is a natural 20 yes. uh, on your investigation. So something you, old and expensive. Yes, you. the labels have long since the glue has dislodged and they've molted away. So you have no idea what it is. But you have something that when you shine your light on it, is a, it's like the color of Maeve's hair. It's like beautiful, deep, okay. amber, red color to it. I, I grab it. I put yeah. it in my pack. Oh yeah. Try you can to... even still see a little bit of the air trapped under the the cork that has a strong wax seal. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Uh, and then you'll go join Robin as she begins to swim out onto the main deck. Yes. All right. We're gonna then gonna move over to Maeve and Neb going down the smokestack. You reach the bottom of the smokestack. Uh, right at the bottom where it makes a turn. Um, you're you've gone inside the ship you've gone deeper you can tell than the main deck at this point there is a a grate at this point and beyond you just see a huge like uh empty space filled with coils the grate uh, is it how big are the spots between like six by six you could six inches by six inches octopus could s slide through for sure mm. If Octopus wanted to. Octopus wants a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> does Octopus see any way to possibly open this? Or is this a permanent fixture? Um, give me an investigation. Uh, I would also love you to do that. That's a plus five. May I help with that? Yeah, absolutely. What's your, your uh, intelligence modifier? Plus one. Plus one. Um, uh, this looks welded shut absolutely solid this is not supposed to be an entry point uh <laughs> this is for smoke <laughs> to escape someplace that is on fire um so this is yeah this is not meant to come off i'm gonna turn and make eye contact with mave and you'll watch as one of my tentacles comes across where the neck on an octopus would be <laughs> in a in a very quick motion okay and then you see a shrug. Okay. Um, uh, as in the out of air. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the octopus puzzled. is out of air. Um, yeah. I, I, how much does Neb remember? Uh, she probably remembers some of it. Um, I'm going to say, at, yeah, at this point, she doesn't remember that that's an out of air sign, because why would an octopus be out of air? But then, <laughs> I'm, but then she'll shrug and then like, because there's no other, essentially, there's no other way to go down here, right? You, you look into that space, there does appear like there's, there's maybe an access hatch to this area. But, even, you know, with your dark vision and the little bit of light that you all have, you know, just like you saw on the steam train, this is, this is a coal burner. Right. This is where they would burn coal and the smoke needs to escape somewhere in order to heat the boiler that's then going to make the propeller go. And there's yeah. nothing about this that indicates abnormal fire. Right. There's nothing here At, that looks like it's off of that last investigation check. I will also offer. Yes, this this, you know, nothing looks like it's been uh, compromised in that okay. way. I'm going to make eye contact with Neb and point back up you'll she's gonna nod which i imagine for an octopus is like most <laughs> of her body yes and then we'll start moving that way with like you. a parrot nodding <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> everything but the eight tentacles moves in the up and down motion 
She has no idea how ridiculous she looks, but it will then start moving in the upwards direction. Upwards direction. All right, I you all that. start to swim to the top of the smokestack. Um, as you get up there, uh, you you know the lay of the land up here. You're pretty high up at the top. Um, you don't see any of your other friends um, as of yet. Robin and Silas have not exited the uh, the the galley. So I I know that Silas and Robin went in because I saw them go in and Maeve go up and that's what and made Feruza me had go said in. she was going down mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and so we don't see Feruza do not see Feruza I don't know if I would expect to see any of them um you'll, you'll watch as I like swim around in a tight circle looking around and then I'll look at you to see what you want to do and I sort of look from up here, it's a different vantage point. Yes, of the ship. I was going to say anything different. Yeah, um, if you are intentionally kind of like trying to get a wider vision from up here, you can start to see the damage on the far side of that ship. Um, which, if it prompts you to swim a little bit over that way to get a better look, you can see what what I described for Feruza, which is that a huge rip down the side of this ship. Um, uh, really as if as if almost like lightning bolt you know slashed it into along the side there I am going to point and do the the kind of let's go <laughs> take a look I'll start moving in that direction with her again all right we're all gonna start swimming down that way mm -hmm. for Ruza you're swimming down into the darkness very quickly, the light from the surface begins to dim. Looking around now, all you can see is this green glow, this pulse. It feels almost common. You know, this is like sensory deprivation. People pay good money for this. Um, as you get down, you continue to have that sense of a very large amount of water being displaced as something huge swims in the depths. She's going to think to herself and to whatever can hear her. Are you there still? I am always here. You feel the pressure of the water push you about five feet as something enormous, a shadow with a slightly pale, fleshy, translucent look to it, glides past you. You count one, two, three, four, five, six. You get all the way to 15 or 20 before the shadow passes. It then disappears again deeper. Do I know you? No, but I know you. At least I think I do. Cruz is like racking her brain. She's like, maybe, maybe this is something I'm supposed to know, or maybe it's someone that we've met before, or something we've seen before. But she's like, she, her hackles are raised because she's aware that there are things in this water <laughs> that she's not um, too sure about. But 
I thought we were going to play, she says, sort of frankly. <laughs> she says, in good time. Remember me. Listen for me. I will let you know when the game begins. Now, go back to your kind. Should I bring them back with me? You or will, in time. Before you go away, can you, are you sure you don't want to tell me your name? What is a name? I suppose it's the thing that people used to refer to you and, and, and call you and a familiar sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, how else are you able to get in contact with people that you want to get in contact with? That's what a name is. I have never had a name. We will they sound you. fun. I would like a name. Give me a name. Okay. Can I name you after something that I uh, love? What is love? And Amelia Cruz's heart like just sort of breaks a little bit because you remember her own sort of feelings about not being loved and <laughs> she's a big What sap. is this? What is this in your mind? I don't recognize it. Well, love is a feeling that you that you have for something or someone else and that someone else or I guess something else can have for you more like something else or someone. It's um, it's a good feeling. It makes you happy. It makes you feel wanted. It makes you feel loved. I want to feel. What is feel? I've... I think it would be easier if I could see you. Again, the water rocks you as the gigantic mass of this creature swims within five feet of your face. As it passes again, it takes now twice as long to pass by you. It is clean, white, translucent flesh. It is long and bulbous. As you look up and down, you can't see the bottom or the top of it. But as half of it passes, there is then another half that are long tendrils, long tentacles that reach for at least twice the length of its body until it disappears past you. As it does, it says, I have seen many like you, but no one like you. And I am older than the mountains, older than the sea. I think you are my favorite. 
I will talk to you again. And the light fades and begins to disappear. Like, she just starts looking around for it. Don't, don't go like, I, 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 I. And she looks around and it's dark. Pitch black, dark. In fact, in this moment, you're not sure which way is up. She's like calm, she looks up. And right then she's gonna think to herself, bubbles, bubbles. And she can cast thaumaturgy, bubbles. And she sees like she opens her eyes and the bubbles start. You can feel them. You can feel them on your face. You realize you were sideways. Without even knowing it, you were sideways in this water. Uh, you don't know whether this thing swam past you going up or down or how that worked, but the bubbles have told you that you actually need to right yourself and swim up. That is brilliant. Um, <laughs> as you begin to kick your legs, the light slowly comes back as you begin to see the bottom of the ship above you. It is now... 30 feet to the side. Not only were you twisted, you had moved along the side with all of the movement of the water. So you are 30 feet away once you reach the bottom and we will come back to you in a moment. Silas and Robin, you come out on the main deck. Below you is uh, the four cargo hatch. You can see these bars that go across. Uh, I will offer to you right now, you see that they are covered in rust and barnacles. Um, ahead of you, um, this is sort of like a slightly lowered deck to the main deck. It's sort of a little, little, little quarter deck down. Um, uh, uh, straight ahead, you can see two doors that lead into the forecastle quarters, and then, of course, there is the deck above them. But on this lower level, uh, there are two doors going inside. Did, would these doors, uh, to our knowledge, go into a deeper, different area? Um, uh, potentially. You, you know, as you said, you from your last check, you know that crew quarters, that kind of thing, are likely going to be um, in you know, in the front of the ship in this kind of an area. Straight ahead towards Straight the two ahead. doors. You got those two doors. You're going to go for opening? Yes. Doors are locked. Both of them. I, um, is there anything to grab onto here? Hey, I'm going to just try to process this quickly. Yeah. Again, there are always these sort of, you know, handholds. You're okay. going to do some strength. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try to kick it open Athletics? again. Go ahead. Yeah. And if not, I will pull out these and try to, get a one out of eight or whatever um so that's only a 16. a 16 that's okay first door you're able to you know get enough of a, a a velocity on it and knock that door open um you come in through here and uh you see a lot of rubber that has survived this has a lot of kind of rubber and leather uh items that are hanging here in fact excuse me one like fairly intense coat that is definitely like a really heavy canvas that has survived almost like it's made out of sail material. Uh, More books. But but it's very, very bulky, I imagine. Very bulky, yeah. All Big, right. bulky, insulated. I'm going to coat. rifle anything I can in there. Plus four. Yeah. 
Um, going through, you find now that you are familiar with uh, Steam operation, this is definitely the fireman's quarter. Uh, oh. So you can see things that, you know, items and things that they would have used and kept uh, as part of their duties as the fireman. Sounds like it didn't do them much good. Um, <laughs> all right. So then uh, a, a other door, I don't know what yep. Robin's doing, but, but definitely. <laughs> Let's go, Robin. What do you want to be doing? So these, these doors are to separate areas? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, then, yeah, I'll, I'll try the other door. The other door? Um, as you go over towards the other door... Give me a quick perception check. Uh, can you make that for me? That's you a plus it. two. Something catches your eye from the cargo hatch as you move your way over to that other door. What is it? I, I look. It looks like a blue ribbon. Oh. It's floating just like this. And it begins to reach up through the bars, waving until it turns level looking at you or pointed towards you does this quote quote ribbon look like a real ribbon or maybe like a eel type fish or a jellyfish or a uh it could be a tendril you would you would you know a jellyfish sort of tendrily ribbony look to it um robin loves marine life uh she will investigate. Uh, you come over closer, and it continues to just sort of wave. It's it's a little disorienting. It's hard to tell, uh, anticipate its movements. Um, as you come closer, it seems to almost kind of not touch you, but sort of move its way around your limbs and around your face and sort of wanting to just sort of get the shape and the feel of you as you get closer to that grate and look down inside it's quite dark in that hatch but you can see more of these ribbons dancing around and in fact once you poke your head over more of them seem to kind of turn your way uh robin's gonna back up slowly <laughs> um <laughs> Look over to Silas, you know, waving to get yes. his attention. Uh, his attention. And Whenever Silas, I'm done rifling, I as would... you turn, oh, you're rifling. Well, no, I'm saying oh, we did. Yeah, I, we you're done. Did right, that. right, right. Yeah. As you turn uh, over to look at her, you can see that dozens of these have come up out of the grate and are actually beginning to make their way around her body, and it's almost as if she hasn't quite noticed them. Silas like does his hands like <laughs> and then he's like W T you know um uh, what hand signal can I use here? Um uh, okay uh Robin is going to do the two eyes, the uh -huh. two fingers on the eyes and point at the thing. Did they yes. hurt her eyes? <laughs> um, um, uh, okay. And and I think Robin at this point is is going to do the, the cross thing okay. again. <laughs> and she's going to start swimming away. As you start to swim away, are you going slow? Or are you trying to make some speed? What is your... I think at this point Robin is feeling a little 
uneasy. Let me double okay. check that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah she's watch. feeling okay. uneasy, and she's going to cast Expeditious Retreat. Got it. Okay. As you, like, <laughs> bat out of hell somewhere, um, these things uh, attempt to kind of coil around you, filling in the space behind you. Uh, I have a 13 to hit. Uh, that does not hit. Does not hit. Um, as your you know flipper flies, it just closes in around the space where your body once was. As you leave little air bubbles in your wake, it kind of wraps around itself. And Silas, as you're watching this happen, you see a little zitz, zitz of light, kind of spark, and then the Does... tendrils pull themselves back down. Okay, but it looks like the at least right now the tendrils are not free acting. It looks like they are tethered to something that is theoretically trapped in this thing. Sure. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, so Silas is going to slower start to uh, go over to where Miss Robin was. Yes. Can I get to the door without the tendrils getting to me? Uh, you don't see them now. They've disappeared into the darkness of this hatch. I'm going to try to open that other door just okay. in case. All right. Uh, go on over. It is locked. <sighs> I'm going to pull out the keys. Okay. Which one do you want to use? One through Number eight. three. Doesn't work. Number two. Doesn't work. Number four. Doesn't work. Number seven. Doesn't work. Eight. You got it. It took Eventually. you two. It took you a minute uh, of time, uh, but you got it. Uh, you find the eighth key, slide it into that keyhole, and it pops open. Uh, this space uh, is is messier. There's a lot more sort of personal effects. This room um, has what you think there's old, even rope that has still survived, um, almost as if perhaps hammocks were slung from wall to wall. Uh, it reminds you of the bunks in the sea lab, like multiples to a uh, to a space. There are, you know, sort of um, bolts on the, uh, the columns that sort of mark that these would have been three deep. I'm gonna rifle. I'm gonna do some <laughs> rifling. Plus four. You find a lot of junk. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of it, some of it's like rocks and seashells and things. There's a there's a ship in a bottle that survived. Um, you find, yeah, a lot of kind of some coins. You can there's some some money if you'd like to take some coins. No, I already have bunches of that. Um <laughs> so um I will uh I will get out of there like super, super carefully. Gotcha. And try to like back a, you know near the wall like come uh -huh. out as uh -huh. far right as I can to try uh -huh. to slink away from whatever's in that uh -huh. cargo area. Uh Robin, where did you expeditiously retreat to? The other side of the door he opened. Okay. So the like the across the ship to like mm -hmm. starboard rather than port. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Um, so Robin, you know, you see him, Silas come back out, uh, after rifling through that room. Now at this point, I imagine Maeve and Neb, uh, from your vantage point, you would have seen them, um, you know, maybe coming out of these rooms now that you're kind of up there and paying attention. 
do we see them if we take a moment to just yeah if you took a took a moment to sort of gauge your surroundings i have the in I have the impression your focus is actually mostly on that grate, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it, you know, when, whenever we do see them, we are going to, or let me rephrase it, Silas is going to just simply start, like, making big motions. Uh -huh. And, like, um, he does not remember this at all because he right. thinks that's a hug. So he's just, like you know, cut, cut thing, like, which is your air, but he's, again, he's Maeve checks her air gauge and it's like, yeah. uh, Maeve, when you check your air gauge, you're about half gone. Okay. Um, I point to it and I do one slash two. <laughs> Matt? <laughs> Fraction? <laughs> Robin's gonna just ignore Silas <laughs> and uh, she's gonna look up at them and she's just gonna point her thumb down a couple times and that's we are below where they are right because uh, the slash on the side of the ship is Oh, because you swam down to it, we or were you were down. Okay, yeah, we were heading so in that direction. Yeah. You're coming back up, or can you know, you, as you were looking at that slash, you could see them towards the front of the boat, um, you know, and kind of able to see them. So yeah, you'd be looking up towards them on that main deck. And I'll signal. Come towards. Come us. this way. Okay. Uh, Robin. Robin will. All right. Silas will start swimming that way, right. make, leaving a wide berth mm -hmm. to whatever tentacle land is. <laughs> you got it. So as you uh, swim down towards this, now you know the two of you see this huge slash in the side of the ship. Um, Feruza, mm -hmm. you've just kind of emerged from the darkness about 30 feet away from your vantage. The others haven't seen you yet because you're kind of okay. coming up out of the dark, but you can mm -hmm. see the four of them begin to come together in front of this, the slash in the side of the ship um, from where you are. Um, okay. Yeah, go ahead. She's going to, she sees them and then she sort of speeds up without exerters. <laughs> just sort of speeds up as much as she can uh -huh. and like places herself like mm -hmm. square in the middle of her friends. And she looks around to see who has like the smartest face right now. <laughs> smartest face. And she, she, she looks right at Maeve. <laughs> good choice, like, good choice, good choice. <laughs> and you, you, Maeve, you see that Bruce's eyes are flashing, not angrily, but they just had like, sort of just like, and she goes, In your mind, Feruza, you hear, ah, 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 this game is a surprise. And you feel very compelled to keep this experience to yourself. And then she looks at and Maeve again and smiles and goes. <laughs> <laughs> and I go and I swim over to Robin and I show her my air gauge. <laughs> <laughs> she has more math problems. Yes. And then as she gets closer to Silas, Silas is like. <laughs> yeah, I don't want her my number two. 
octopus <laughs> could roll their eyes, it's googly eyes right now. Oh as this is going on, we're right next yeah. to this gash, right? Yes, you are. I yeah. don't want to go in, but can okay. we? Can I like look through it just to see into the ship? You can. Um, as you look through, it's it's not really wide enough for a person to slide through this gash, but you you could do it again as a, as a little octopus. Um, it's you know it's it's eight inches, six to eight inches. It's still pretty, you know, uh, pretty there. You can see that the the metal looks just just rent, right? I mean, almost like a, a can opener had been taken to it. And and again, a lot has been sort of destroyed over time. So it's hard to tell what really would have caused it. As you look through into the darkness, again, based on your steam engine knowledge, you believe you're looking at boilers hmm. and pistons. And, and with when you talk about a can opener from the outside or from the inside yeah. mm. investigation check please um i i have plus a plus five on that please five. too much time has passed the barnacles that have grown up around it, the the water coming in and out. Uh, there are places where it's bent in, places where it's bent out. Um, you're having trouble determining that effect. Okay. Neb, you're still an octopus, right? Though you haven't changed back yet. Okay. Nope. Still, still, I'm just not glowing anymore, so I might be a little harder to see. Um, sure. But at this point, if you look at me, I'm perched on the side of the boat, just like. <laughs> looking through the gash but i but mm -hmm. she's trying not to go through she's trying to yes. stay with her friends so she hasn't moved mm -hmm. inside okay um Frizz is gonna try to like i guess main figure out where to make eye contact with you because she's like where the eyes are yeah, the eyes are there i guess over here on the actress and she's just gonna be like <laughs> like <laughs> Most if I like... see you trying to look at me, I, I will intentionally turn. I, I And she's like hanging upside down. So you just see. Oh. <laughs> and you see the little beak. Oh, Ned thinks she's smiling, but it's just her beak going. <laughs> That's so cute. And she's like, she motions like, did you guys find anything? <laughs> Zero. How much? Time left. You want to look at your your dive computer? No, no. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I'll look at it. <laughs> so you're three quarters of the way through. Oh boy. <sighs> she looks at uh, Fruza. Looks at all of you and just like. Hmm. I mean, can we see it? Like, yeah, if, we, you like... can, if you can show it, yeah, you can read it if, if she shows oh, it okay, to you, yeah. if you get over like... there. <laughs> Robin will obviously do a slash across mm -hmm. her her throat and mm -hmm. say, time to go. Okay. I'll unstick from the boat and start to move in the direction mm -hmm. of All right. uh, okay, back sure. to safety. Oh, Robin definitely... Yes comes out in front of them and does yeah. a Jolly Roger and points <laughs> and does like a little tentacle dance <laughs> to so keep wide of that hatch. All right. Well we'll say you you know you you go around the other side of the smokestack so that on the on the aft side closer to the the 
rock cliffs rather than in, you know closer to the prow. Um, as you swim over that side, there is another cargo hatch for the aft hold back there. Um, there is uh, also this longer section um, that connects to the smokestack. So you did the sort of flying bridge in front and then the forecastle. But there's, a, there's another section with doors back there that you have yet to explore. Obviously, the cargo hatch in front and back are unexplored. Um, but as you fly over and try to get a main look, other than that and the propeller area, those are sort of your, those are your sort of things that are, are yet to be looked at. Can, a question about the logistics of oxygen tanks. Yes. Is there a way to refill them? Not the base. Not at the lab. You did not see anything like that at the lab to refill. No. But well, we had you ten more. We had ten total. The four no, of I'm you would have. Yeah, we had ten total. The four left. of you would have used yours. I haven't used mine yet because okay. I've been an octopus this whole time. So there is still <laughs> six there's, full. We still ones. have a couple of trips left in us. You do at okay. least one. At least one. Um, and give me an. Give me. Yeah, uh, just an intelligence check, Maeve, since you're since you're thinking about this as you all swim back towards the sea lab. Uh, 19. A 19. Oh, you roll so nice on those eyes. Um, nice. nice rolls. Your feeling is you could potentially extend the time of your oxygen tank if you chose to hold your breath. Oh. In between puffs. Um, you could add, as long as you're capable of holding your breath, you could add the, that many minutes. Take a breath, hold, take a breath, hold, mm, that's right. and potentially that's extend it. your time. Um, okay. Robin, you are also aware that, you know, you have been training and swimming and scuba diving. You know you can hold your breath for a good long time. You know, you've, you've trained that a little bit in your lungs. Um, the rest of you probably don't know how long you can hold your breath, but uh, that that would be a way to extend mm -hmm. a trip. Robin will... So you said there's basically two places we have not checked. Is that what you're... The, car the two cargo holds, and then the... Um, basically the raised deck in the center that's not the flying bridge with all the things that you and Silas just explored. Uh, Robin will stop and look at Silas and shrug and kind of do his hand signal of the walking. <laughs> <laughs> And he does okay. Thumbs up. Great. Okay. Okay. And uh, oh, and S Silas uh -huh. is going to. Um, <laughs> I am going to try to internalize how far I saw the tentacles come out. Yes. Um, from uh, to to try to grab Miss Robin, and then I am going to try to swim, uh, you know, five feet higher than that. Okay. Over the cargo thing okay. and try to just hold my place somewhere. Okay. And then I am going to reach out with a telekinetic force. Yes. And try, because this can can do whatever a person can do within yes. 60 feet. Yes. So um, I am trying to, um, when I cast it initially, though, I want to cast it inside the grate. Okay. And then I want to basically try to clear out tentacles to try to get a view of anything that I can down there and start to telekinetically rifle as much as I am able to do so within oh, 60 feet. Robin, okay. 
Robin would like to help with this. Okay. Robin sees what he's doing and is going to swim mm -hmm. above him. Okay. And then her three dancing lights nice. will okay. float down into it. Okay. Nice. Silas, you cast this thing down in, in the darkness. You're not even quite sure where it is or what it's interacting with, but you just with your mind start to reach out into this space, uh, almost as if you were groping through a dark room physically. Um, Robin, as you stand, as you hover above him and your lights float down through the grate into the space below, it begins to light up. And this is the the um, the cargo hatch in the in the front, the four, the four holes yeah. here. Where the tentacles came from. Where you saw yes. those, yes. Um, you illuminate a large, you know, uh, half of the ship essentially down there, or a third of the ship cargo hold. There are large boxes and crates that are still somewhat contained. A lot of them are wrapped in canvas. Um, you really can see this is, you know, well packed down here with lots of different parcels. Um, as the lights float down, and as you reach out your mind, finding the different ropes and things that have, you know, found these, a face appears, kind of hiding down within those boxes. Blue, tenderly tentacles surrounding them, almost as if a dress or a gown, a robe, disappeared into tatters and became these tentacles. They reach around this face. The face is very hard to see. It's almost translucent. You can see the organs within, brain, esophagus, uh, everything with inside, inside this translucent flesh that has grown over the mouth so that it cannot move, over the eyelids so they cannot close. And it just looks up at you. Do we all see this? I depends right now. It's just Robin and Silas looking in the grate. The Feruza, we, we and were heading back last were going time. Back. I, I don't knew. know what the octopus I, was doing. I think as soon as uh, the the two of them stop yes. and the lights start to go down, I think I would have stopped. Okay, to, yeah, it's, to yeah, see what's going I, I, I guess okay. I would have too. I, just... I will. I will allow it. You're all just sort of watching them do this, and maybe when you see them go, <gasps> you lean over to take a look. So <laughs> I imagine the four of us like. <laughs> And Robin's looking over Silas's shoulder, and the other two are looking over the other shoulder, and then the octopus is just oh, yeah. on, on the, the other the side. The shot of the from feet. below is, yeah. is through the great it's like through the great the square of what just looking down, yeah. <laughs> and through the great you just see this face, it looks vaguely feminine to you. Um, and as you see it, it seems to just disappear down into the shadows of the boxes. I, so I, th this is a weird question and Adam just really has no idea about this. Like, um, so with this oxygen yeah. mask on, yes. I, I, I understand that no one else around me can hear me. Mm -hmm. Is there the possibility that words could be spoken that would just happen in the mask? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you 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 can take your regulator out and use your lips and you can make noise. And those of you, though, people fairly close to you could hear you. Oh, OK. okay. Yeah. Um, so, it's just saying that you're, you know, while your mouth is on the regulator, it's hard to. Got it. Yeah. So so at this point, mm -hmm. I am going to take it out and yes. I am going to speak the words and yes. and, uh, and actually with this, uh, no one else will hear this except this creature. Okay. That, that we oh. just saw down there. Okay. And I am going to say. Is that innate or do I make a save? Uh, there is no save. Okay. It's, it's just, just a message 
uh, got it. message cantrip. Yep, gotcha. And um, the target hears the message and can gotcha. reply in a whisper that only I can hear. Yes. Um, and uh, let's see, what is the, I'm trying to see what the restrictions are. There are no restrictions on okay. how much I can say it is wow. a cantrip. Really? And so, I, I mean, it just says whisper a message. Right, message right, right. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. And so, um, so basically, this isn't sending, this is message. So, oh. so basically, um, I am just going to say, um, hello, we are not here to harm you. And, and it can reply. It, it can reply in a whisper that only I can hear. Right. No reply? Well, no, I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no response. I was going to say Ignore something you. else. A bit dungeon, <laughs> dungeon mom needs a minute. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, you say we're not here to harm you? Yes. We come in peace. We come in peace. Oh, God. And I make a peace symbol. Oh, my God. Um, a whisper in your mind replies, and you can't see her. You know, she's disappeared into no, these it, shadows. Within 120 I got feet you. is the range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, she says, It's been so long. Please don't leave me. Are you trapped? They're coming back. Who is they? Safety. How, we can keep doing this. Uh, it, it's a cantrip. I can. Okay. okay. I can we'll just keep, keep doing it. it. Yeah. <laughs> great. We'll just keep doing it. I mean, uh, I, I will in between casts. I will take a puff. Right. Right. So you you're know, still yeah. you're still part of it. Gotcha. Um, they will not want you here, but come back for me after okay can i ask one more question have you ever seen a mysterious mirror shard on this boat i know of what you speak they're protected fiercely uh, okay when, when we come back can you tell us more about it i shall please we will be back for you don't leave me please oh uh, uh, wait you don't want us to leave now i thought you did want us to leave Yes. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> uh, understood. Sorry. I'm new with this magic thing. You cannot. Leave. <laughs> yes, understood. All right. We're going to leave, but we will be back. I promise. Thank you. Tonight. Uh yeah, I thought it was already night, but but that's fine. Mm. We'll, we'll we'll calibrate our clocks. We'll be back tonight. Thanks. So we don't know what Silas was doing. We just saw him no. standing there gesturing. <laughs> and, and well, and every once in a while taking the, the regular out in bubbles. Yeah. And, and so then Silas just, starts just of... gesturing and he's just like. <laughs> I feel bad who listens on the podcast because this is hilarious. And basically, uh, I'm just saying. Get out of here. Now. Get out of here. Now. Go. <laughs> Robin will translate as she yeah. learned. <laughs> you speak Silas? I speak Silas now. So yeah. eventually Silas is like, oh. And then he takes it out and he whispers mm -hmm. with this magic oh, into Robin's oh, ear God. and says, hey, I met someone. She apparently can help us, but she says we need to GTFO right now. 
because something is coming back here and she pretty much said we're going to die if we don't come back tonight. All right, Robin just turns to everyone, does the Jolly Roger across the chest, <laughs> says time out across her, her neck and uses all fingers to point back to the <laughs> All <head>. fingers, yeah. <laughs> Robin is such a good student. Um, a plus. Silas is not. <laughs> All right, so everyone's flippering back towards the uh, C-Lab, unless there's anything you want to do before that. All party. Um, hey, you're all together. We did it. Um, yeah, we're all together. <laughs> we're alive. together. You're alive. alive you swim yeah. back. Uh, it is not nighttime. You all came out here during the day to do this. Um, so <laughs> it's probably midday, early afternoon at this point. You know, you haven't even been out here an hour. This is about a 45 minute trip, a uh, little less. Um, as you begin to make your way back towards the sea lab, back towards the moon pool, you dip down and break surface. Before into the air, yes. And as we do, Maeve sings, "Up where they walk." The seaweed is always forty-five minutes for that. Big splash. Yeah, she's been waiting the whole time to make that happen. Does Neb turn into a yellow flounder with blue Please, oh please, can I? Can I? Can I? When we go back in, can we do that? Because I will. I will transform myself to make that happen. I mean, I can wild shape one more time as long as we're going to get a short rest. But before we do... For the sake of novelty. For the sake of novelty. She, you tell Neb and she'll be 100% on board. But before before everybody goes up, yes. um, she'll swim in front of uh, Robin specifically and mm -hmm. kind of hover there for a moment doing yes. this until Robin stops. Okay, I'll stop. And then I'm very slowly going to look over at the rock that you would put the giant octopus in when mm -hmm. it was tiny. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna start to swim in that direction, but I'm gonna do the lassie thing. I'll swim a couple feet and then stop mm -hmm. and look back. And then swim a couple mm -hmm. feet and stop and look back. <laughs> swim a couple. Do you uh, follow? That yeah. <laughs> Timmy's down the well. You know what? Uh, she's gonna find out if this works in any form. <laughs> Robin will pick up what you're putting down and she will follow. Um, she was probably in the back of the group, to be honest, because she's uh -huh. one of those who wants to keep an eye on everyone. So I don't know mm -hmm. if anybody else saw this, though, but I will follow you. Okay. I'm not looking to go very far. And obviously, Neb knows that this. She thinks this creature probably isn't small anymore. She thinks. <laughs> but she doesn't know how long this takes to get big again. But she wants to explore the rock a little bit and yeah. see mm -hmm. see if there's any indication of of, of her potential new friend yeah go ahead. we'll do an investigation of this rock sure so, plus, five. plus five you're doing all the rolls today I'm so doing, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling really well for you guys so I'm, I'm pleased to do it um so you get down there there are no octopuses <laughs> in this in here any longer um you also don't see any like damage though like you don't think it like burst out of this thing when it got big kind of thing either. Okay, um, that's good. There are some crabs living around this rock. Um, and you you can definitely see that fish and things have been eating at it. This has been home to a lot of different stuff. Mm. And as you begin to look around, a lot of the rocks here have hidey holes and homes for things in this area. Okay. Um, not finding any sign of my friend, I'll come back out and... Robin, you will see eight shoulders shrug, and then I'll start to head back towards the moon pool. 
At which point we have our little mermaid moments. Mm -hmm. uh, there for some reason, I'm suddenly a flounder. You don't know why. <laughs> as soon as Silas like understands what's going on, yes, illusions start like you know, uh, glistening water. Like you know, all the things are happening. Oh, are we doing this? Okay, He's completely down with that little mermaid. Um, Great. Then Fruz will come up behind you and go, "Poor unfortunate soul." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Neb does the tentacles behind you. I was about to say, now now I crawl out as the octopus and I just climb onto your shoulder first as you do that. I just wave a tentacle or two. Oh, back in the moon pool room, you now realize how cold you are as you look at your hands that have turned color. Uh, the, the flesh on them is all pruney. Um, you can take your regulators out and breathe this, you know, heavy air again and, and uh, smell and taste the salt around you um, as you begin to wash off your equipment, uh, get all the salt water off of it and yourself and uh, redress yourselves as you normally are. Um, mm -hmm. If there's anything special you want me to know about that process, we can <laughs> move you any, through anything it. Significant you anything significant? Anything significant in your bathing experience? today <laughs> your undressing experience <laughs> no but i think when neb turns back into herself and starts yeah. to undress she will just out of curiosity double check that she hasn't actually been using the oxygen tank in she some weird way not it okay. is still nice and full other than the you know little five minutes of uh testing that you all did before you went out um so yeah those oh silas you're muted as this is going on yes. the only thing that i would say is silas uh you know is kind of yelling out as people are, you know, hosing off and everything. So I had a magical conversation. There's some kind of creature there. Miss Robin, I think, saw her too. So I'm mm -hmm. not just making this up. Oh, and I saw I, her too. That was okay. You you saw it. You saw it. Yes. Yeah. And so I spoke to her with magic. I think it was like a mind thing again. And she was really, really scared. And she was kind of confusing, to be honest, uh, because yeah. it was like she was like, don't leave me. And I was like, I will never leave you. And then she's like, but no, like, leave right now. And then I'm like, oh, OK, you want us to leave right now? And it's because she wanted us to leave right now because something she kept saying they were going to come back. I tried to get what the they was, but she was being really really obtruse with all that um and so uh so basically um as that was happening then i was like okay we need to get out of here because something's gonna come and they're not gonna like us being there they're gonna kill us we were about out of air anyway but then she said you need to come back at night i thought it was night down here because it's dark all the time but she said come back at night and then they won't be here and then she they said that she here? knew yeah the i don't know day? what the day was i asked but she you know was obtruse and um and then basically when that happened though uh when we come back she said she knows about mirror shards and she confirmed what i've been saying the whole time she says they're like fiercely protected masochists like so all of that that i've been saying is true so they're like really this really hard hard to find you had places this entire conversation in like yes while we were... that's exactly right that's exactly right is that why there was all the bubbles going on yeah that was it hey let, let me just try this i'm not doing anything invasive i promise i'm proclaiming that and then i just start to whisper where no one else can hear except neb and i'm saying can you hear me now yeah why are you whispering <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying like i can i can like reach out and speak oh that was a mind thing oh, yes it was okay. like a mind thing that so was super cool saying, 
Yeah, so I spoke to whatever this creature was, and this creature looked like uh, kind of like mutagen, uh, mutagen Man and the Ninja what? Turtles, you know, like had their insides showing. And by insides, I mean not like under their clothes, but like their organs were showing. Um, and so uh, it was like, um, uh, yeah, it, it was a really, really weird experience, but I think we need to go back because they said that they knew where mirror shards were. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that's great, but they also I mean, they, they could have lied. Yeah. I mean, they could have lied. It could have been a trap. Maybe. Well, Rosa is uncharacteristically quiet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I I I didn't really I didn't really see anything, but I did notice the big gash in the ship and is that where you saw the No, creature? this was down in one of the cargo things and I don't know if they were like trapped down there. Or, or what, but definitely said that they needed help. And I said, I mean, I didn't mean to sign everybody up for that, but I said we would be back to help them. Wait a um, second. I, really quick. This creature, oh, this creature was a, this was attached to the tentacles that tried to attack me. I, I mean, maybe it was just like, I mean, you were going around saying that you wanted a hug the whole time we were out there. <laughs> Robin. Bear. I mean, I, I don't know if it was malicious or not. They might have just been lonely. I know that if I was hanging like on the side of a cliff or something, yeah. and somebody came walking by, I would probably try to grab their feet. <laughs> like to just make sure that they knew I was there. So Aww. maybe that's what this thing was doing. Really? Well, listen, the first time we encountered Ivy, things were not easy and it was scary. And we didn't even know if she was you know, looking for help or attacking us. And so maybe this is a similar situation and where this is a creature that does need our help, but is also maybe dangerous. That's true. Did, um, oh, Maeve. Silas. Oh, no. Oh, Maeve. Maeve. <laughs> Maeve, Maeve comes out of the shower, toweling off her hair, <laughs> saying, doesn't anyone find it strange that we keep finding these strange women? And... Lying in ponds, oh. distributing help? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I got on this train and and wrecked on this train with a whole bunch of strange women. I mean, that's fair. (laughs) But are she the lucky one? Time will tell. Time will tell. And how many of us were hanging out the side by ourselves the first night? Okay, sure. Very very strange. Everybody's strange. You should be that we have some sense. Everybody is strange, and this creature in the cargo thing was very strange. But I mean, I don't have any other lead on this mirror shard, and they at least said that, like, hey, they know what these things are and they know where they are. I think. Does anyone find it strange that we were told that the ship sank because of a fire, and yet the side is clawed in or out? I took a look at that and I couldn't quite tell exactly what had happened. Like I was trying to figure out, was there an explosion from the inside or did something, you know, happen from the outside and it, whatever it is, it's a mess and it's been a while. They so. probably had a silver room and that's where the werewolf clawed out. That's a big <laughs> werewolf. That's a very big werewolf. Yeah. Here, well, someone... No, go ahead, Nab. Here's what I'll say. Silas, you said that she said to leave because there was going to be danger and to come back at night, right? Yes. She was She was actually pretty clear about that part. 
I feel like if she herself was dangerous, wouldn't she want us to stay and do something right away? And, you know, why, why have a nighttime predator? I mean, maybe, but she was already my triple at night. Maybe, but it just, it feels like a weird way to trap somebody is to tell them to go away first, you know? So maybe that's an indication that she really does need help and is not- Well, technically, I think that they said to stay first, but then (laughs) said to go away, yes. Like I I said, that part was a little confusing, but I think the general gist was get out of here and then come back at night because they, and that was the collective they, I think, we're going to return. They are going to return. Like while we were there right then is is what she was trying to say, I think. What could be protecting the shard? So Rosa, where did you go? We when we came down to look at the side of the ship, you weren't there. I wasn't there. No. You oh, showed um, up a few minutes later. Well, I did swim down deep, super deep, to see if there was anything along the, the bottom, and I didn't really, and Fruz is just sort of, I mean, if you don't, it depends on how well you know her, but she sort of just has a side eye, and she's like, I didn't really see anything other that was, that was uh, weird, but um, did, 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 did the creature say anything about wanting to uh, play Silas at all? To play? <laughs> no. Where did that come from? <laughs> thought i don't know it's, a... it's like oh oh hey like you're in mortal danger they are going to return <laughs> and kill you perhaps but hey would you like to play some poker no, <laughs> the most dangerous game <laughs> well, i don't know it's just um just a thought i maybe had about the the creature that you that you saw all right <laughs> somebody check her for some shards somewhere or little ice splinters like do you have an ice <laughs> splinter in your eye again I just find it weird that this creature was so verbose with you talking. Well, yeah, it's 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 magic. Like that's what I'm saying is like I didn't realize that I could talk like that because until like I maybe really, you should really try talking to... like that instead of using whatever signs you were making up. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly what I was getting at. Is that if I had known that I could do that earlier, I would not have been so confused while we were. <laughs> and, so, and I hand him the, the sheet anyway again <laughs> listen I don't know what it is I can remember almost every line in a comic book but when it comes to stuff like this it's just really hard for me to remember it is and I'll I find s- it bizarre that this thing said for you to stay and then go away and then come back well, that's... well I think that was just kind of the heat of the moment kind of thing oh. I don't think it was like a maliciousness I, just sometimes you know sometimes conversations can be a little messy and sometimes miscommunications happen I don't think that that part was intentional I, I, I was just a little confused for a second but by the end of it I got very very clear that it was like get out of here but then hey come back when it's safe and it spoke English <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying is I think it's the magic. It's kind of like when you get into the TARDIS or you're near the TARDIS. You have a universal translator. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think that magic performs that role. I mean, Steve spoke English and Ivy spoke English. And what if we're not speaking English? (laughs) Well, at least we're speaking all the same language. Oh, 
I mean, the rat spoke well, English, but that's when well, I was I'm, a rat. What I'm thinking is maybe that was one of the people who was on the ship. A you jellyfish person? If they oh, speak English, where else are they going to learn it? Living, I can understand people living in places where people regularly speak the language, but underwater, yeah, yeah. you're if not going was... to hear the language. So this might be a, a ghost who was on the ship when the ship sank. She was alive on the ship. It sank, died, and now is haunting. Or changed, stuck transformed. At, yeah, and now well, stuck Ms. in the Ms. ship. Well, Miss Robin, did you feel like it actually touched you with a tentacle? No, I think it was just curious, mostly. Maybe no, a what, too what, what I'm asking, what do we think it was psychokinetic, like it needed to be busted like a ghost? Or do we think it was like quote real? I think it was quite real. So yeah, I think back to jellyfish person. What? Well, I think he wants you to come back. Like all of this, we're going in circles. I think the question is, are we going back tonight? I think we have no choice. Yeah, we go the back. Shipwreck was was part of the, the tour, right? The, the sooner we tour. get this mirror shirt, the sooner we can get out of this horrible <laughs> the, Now, for instance, the shipwreck was never part of the tour. Yes. The shipwreck, <laughs> on, the, on the sheet, it says it's a bucket list location for scoop. So it's like really difficult private scuba divers might give it a shot at some uh -oh. point. No, and we just thought we were going to roll up in there? <laughs> it was like, we should go. <laughs> what were we yeah. thinking? We were thinking we had Miss Robin with us who taught us what to do. And I mean, and these professional scuba divers didn't know about the giant gash and all the horrible things that we ran into there. Well, what I think we the, the professional scuba divers didn't have to deal with the jellyfish lady and all of the stuff that we've had to deal with, right? You're probably right. Probably a safe assumption. Since so? we've entered into some bizarre dimension or whatever. So are we supposed to go back? To, did did the, the thing say what time we should show up? Just, said, just night so it's like i wouldn't do it at like sundown probably i'd give it a little bit you know an hour after sundown is what i would consider night but you know mm -hmm. i'm totally fine with what everyone else's interpretation is oh that's perfect <laughs> then we get out we get some tea we have some food <laughs> and then we head right back in and we, we come up with a plan before oh, we leave. A plan because, would be great. Because I can't understand any of your sign languages, <laughs> Silas. And oh, hey, I, I did get these, though, and I jingle keys. Mm -hmm. So I found these. It was kind of like one of those moments I felt like I was pixelated for a moment, and I, like, spread my legs and raised my hand, but it was like the key, you know. So. Oh, oh, you still have the cup. Did you bring the cup? Uh, yes, here. Oh, and then Maeve, I got you something too. And I basically telekinetically float the uh, mug over to Neb. And then I telekinetically float a bottle of something over to Maeve. <laughs> and I, I look at like it this. and I look for any label or, or, <laughs> or indication of what it is. I don't find one and I crack it open anyway. <laughs> Yo! Wow. Straight <laughs> As soon as you do, I like wipe out the inside of the Polaris mug and I and I go in for you. Of course, I'm yep. Sanitized with salt water. All right. Well, and, and whatever's and, in this bottle. Whatever <laughs> liquor's in there. I take a, a big whiff. What does it smell like? Oh, it is strong stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a that. Oh. 
Um, you're pretty sure it could clean clean some pipes if you needed it to. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure this is a drink and not a, a solvent? <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> sure. I was right next to the bathroom. The closet. <laughs> 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 find out. Everyone takes 30 points. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was over there by the, by the toilet. So yeah, maybe you take a swig. Um, it is strong, but smooth. Oh, it is good stuff. Um, it is definitely like keep you warm on a cold night at sea kind of thing. It is it is liquor for the long haul trips across oceans. Um, you know, it's oh, it's like it, it brings back you know memories of comfort and home and nights by the fire. Uh, it is some good strong warming stuff. Okay, okay, but so not not too much because we gotta swim later. But but you're <laughs> oh, smiling. You're not. So it isn't solvent. It's <laughs> delicious. I will take a, a a sip and then pass around the mug. Well, you know we need to celebrate somehow for our first diving expedition. So, slancha. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll pass around the Polaris mug so everybody can have a drink. So as you are all, you know, warming up, towels wrapped around your shoulders, back in your comfy cozies, sitting in the observatory room, we'll po poetically put you there, passing around uh, a Polaris mug of some unknown lovely Ooh. liquor. Um, well, hey, it was another trip where we didn't die. Cheers. 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 Mazel tov. Celebrate. We're doing good, guys. We got this. <laughs> you all, your minds start to drift to the quest ahead of you after dark as you begin to formulate your plans. And with that, we will end this chapter of Children of Verte. Thank you all so much for being here with me today. And remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.